Welcome to the Digital Diamonds Podcast, the go-to online marketing podcast for entrepreneurs who want to shine bright online and make some magic happen this holiday season. Tune in every Wednesday for some sparkling and extra festive social media advice to make your brand and business stand out online. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Digital Diamonds podcast, and welcome to the last podcast episode of 2018. What? Yeah, so I kind of decided that after this podcast episode, I want to take a break from the podcast so that I can start with fresh creative juices in 2019 because I really do want to be a bit more creative with my podcast. I want to try out different things. And for that, I just, you know, need some off time. I need some time to brainstorm. So I hope you guys are okay. But I guess after the last two episodes and also this episode you will have a lot of homework to do that will probably keep you busy until the new year and then I will be back with new podcast episodes and it will all be fine so I really hope you guys are okay with that but I'm so excited for today's episode because in today's episode we are preparing and getting your brand ready for success in 2019, pulling together all of the amazing strategies and insights we learned in the last two episodes with last two episodes which if you haven't listened to them yet you should definitely do that before this episode because this episode is kind of building on the last two episodes so in the one episode we talked about how you can build your audience with different visibility strategies using discovery and searchability and all of that fun stuff and then in the last episode we talked about how you can build your audience by strategically leveraging other people's existing audiences and growing your tribe with a lot of quality new tribe 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 um, uh, tribe members and in this episode we really want to create a solid strategy for 2019 and we really want to build the foundation for your online success in the new year and I'm just so excited about this like strategizing and putting together um you know, plans and all of that stuff. Like, that's just so much fun to me. And I just really hope that this episode is some inspiration for you and that with the help of this episode, you are going to be able to, you know, really stand out on social media in 2019 and to, you know, make your brand and business shine bright online. So first of all, I want to chat a bit about goals and why I'm actually not really setting goals for 2019. What? Yes. Okay, let me explain. So I have realized over the last few weeks, few months that I am a control freak and not in a good way. (laughs) I guess that's a characteristic that kind of comes with being a creative and someone who is ambitious is that we are often a bit too ambitious, too perfectionistic, we want to be too productive, achieve too much and I've realized that you know we're setting goals like constantly setting goals and kind of putting the pressure onto myself to reach them in a month or 
you know, reach them in three months or whatever, I'm kind of destroying the fun that I'm having with all of this stuff online, right? So for me, I personally decided to not set any monetary goals or really material goals, I guess, for 2019. So I'm not setting any like income goals or like I want to reach 10,000 YouTube subscribers or whatever. No, I'm not setting those types of goals. And if you want to set them, then that is perfectly fine. But what I've realized is that there are two types of goals and the ones work for me and the ones and the other ones don't really. So the ones that don't really work for me are the goals that you cannot really control. Here is again the control freak in me coming through. But if we are really, really honest, we cannot really control the number of followers that we have online. And we also can't really control our income. Sure, we can put strategies and tactics into place that will make it more likely to achieve those results. But, you know, more likely than not, it's always, you know, up to the behavior of other people, right? It's up to other people to follow us. It's up to other people to buy our services. And I don't really want my goals to be that reliable on other people, right? I want to set goals where I have full 100% control over the outcome. So I would really invite you for your brand and business to set goals where you have full control and responsibility responsibility because that will make you feel much more in control and it just also will make you feel more powerful more accomplished just like you're owning your shit and you actually can influence and create your brand your business and your life so as I said there are two types of goals the ones that don't really work for me are the ones that you can't control but the ones that I want to set for 2019 are the ones that I can control and when it comes to building your brand online those goals that you can control for example are the content creation side of your brand so how often do you want to post? Um, what quality should your post have? Like how much time do you want to spend in, on each and every post? You could set goals on your mindset work. So saying you want to journal every day for like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Working on your mindset, that's something you have control over. You also have control over your workflow. So you could set goals to optimize your workflow accordingly, to save time, to be more productive, to put boundaries into place and you can also set goals or just generally control more in 2019 what people you let into your life. How is your tribe looking like? What people do you consume? What people do you, you know, let influence have over you? Was that English right now? I don't know. But those are all the things that you can control. And that's just a little food for thought that I want to give you in the beginning of this episode to just reconsider your goals a bit and step away from the typical, you know, smart objectives, you know, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, timely, like sure, those are great marketing objectives, but they might not work for your own personal brand and business, okay? Especially if you struggle a bit with, you know, 
expectations and pressure and mental health and stuff I, I feel like goals can sometimes be very very counterproductive in that they as I said limit your creativity because you're so like focused on that goal and you're like pressuring yourself you're forcing it and then you're just missing out on really cool amazing creative ideas on the way so as I said I personally will not set any monetary goals for 2019. If you want to join me, then do that. If you don't, then do that as well, right? I think it's about, you know, realizing who are you as a person. I mean, I guess if you're someone who is a bit lazy and who actually struggles to work and who struggles to do something, maybe those really specific monetary goals could work for you because they're very, very specific and they give you a clear outcome. However, if you're someone who more is on the other spectrum who works too much who does too much who can't really rest and those goals as I said might put a bit too much pressure on you all right so we are gonna prep your brand in this episode for 2019 in three steps which first will be evaluation second strategy creation and third making it into reality through implementing habits and routines. So let's get started with the evaluation part of it. So here I want you to remember that you are in this for the long game, right? You are in this for the long game. I suppose if you're listening to this podcast that, you know, you really, really love your business, you love your brand, so you constantly, you know, educate yourself with new things. And I just really want to tell you that, first of all, I'm very proud of you for doing that. But I also hope that you're in this for the long game. I don't, I, I really hope that you are not one of those people who just wants quick money, quick success. You're, you're not willing to go through all the obstacles, all the struggles, I hope that you're committed because when it comes to this year's evaluation, what I want you to consider, I don't want you to only consider what worked best in terms of numbers, what gave you the most income and whatever, like what gave you the most followers. I want you to consider what has worked and what was fun, right? It's very important that you consider for your evaluation what worked and what was fun because the thing is if you only do what works and you don't really love doing it you won't have the endurance if you force yourself to do something you know this force will only bring you so far until you burn out until you're just like oh screw this like the first obstacle that comes your way you will be like oh my god I hate this whatever but if there is passion in what you're doing then even if obstacles come and they will come you're like yeah, okay, that sucks, but I will keep going because I love doing it. So for the evaluation of 2018, to evaluate your social media strategies, what have you been doing to grow your business, like all of that stuff, evaluate and see what worked and what was fun. A few examples. I, for example, realized that going to live events is a lot of fun and it also gives me great return on investment because I get to know a lot of people. I obviously get super inspired, which gives me so many great ideas. So for 2019, I really want to go to more live events, right? Because it is just a strategy that has both elements in it. Something that I might not do in 2019 is Facebook groups. Facebook groups has worked 
have worked so well for me in 2018. They have given me, um, you know, great clients and great exposure. However, with doing it for months and months and months right now, it's not really the most fun to me. And it also is you know, a strategy that has quite low return on investment because it's very, very time consuming. You're constantly, you know, giving out energy and you are often not receiving a lot back. So this is a strategy that has worked for me quite some time, but that's not something that I want to do in 2019, at least right now. Like who knows, maybe in the middle of 2019, I'm like, oh my God, I really want to do Facebook groups again. Okay. It's all about you know, doing again what works and what feels fun. And then a last example that I will obviously continue doing in 2019 is this podcast. Like I started this podcast in the beginning of 2018, actually in the end of 2017, like end of December. And it works really, really well. Like it's constantly steadily growing and podcasting is also very, very fun, of course, because I get to talk to so many interesting people, to my role models. And it's also great return on investment because yes, sure, podcasting is definitely an effort because you have to come up with all the topics, you have to, you know, reach out to guests and be creative with your stuff, obviously bring out value, be consistent, all of that. It's effort, but for the return on investment you're getting, it's well worth it, right? Because on a podcast, you're probably producing like one podcast episode a week or two podcast episodes a week. So you're not constantly like thinking about podcasts. Whereas for example, on Instagram, in order to get something back, you have to be on there like so many hours in a day. And for podcasting, that's just not how it is. So that is, for example, something that works for me and that is really fun. So I want you to consider what's fun and what works. And then also I want you to think about how you want your work routine to look like in 2019. So are you willing to spend one hour every single day in Facebook groups? If you say, yeah, of course, because I get really great, you know, return on investment, then honestly do that. But if you say, hmm, maybe not, maybe I want to consider a platform that's more long term where I get more return on investment for what I put in, in terms of energy and time. So maybe you want to consider doing a podcast or doing a YouTube channel. Consider how you really want your brand to be built on a long-term basis, right? Because especially I think when it's about setting goals and creating strategies for a new year, you want to be a bit more long-term. You don't just want to be like, okay, I will just try that for like two days and then I don't know. No, you want to, you know, prepare your brand for success for the whole year, so that is kind of the first bit that you have to do. So for that, I would honestly just recommend you to look through all of your social media or even for a few days, like actually write down what are you doing the whole day? Like how many days are you spending on what platform and um, what are the very important tasks in your business? Write that down for like three days or five days. Track what you're doing if right now you can't really come up with a lot of stuff. And then evaluate, okay, first, what worked, what doesn't. And what doesn't work, you can basically just cross through. I mean, sure, maybe next year it will work differently because the market is always changing. 
But right now, if something is already not working, maybe don't consider it for the next year. So strike through whatever didn't work. And then the things that did work, highlight the ones that were fun as well and really focus on them for the new year. The second step to get your brand ready for success online in 2019 is now we want to create a strategy of exactly those things that we just identified as they work and they are fun. So here that really builds on the last two episodes I've done on the podcast where we talked about all of those you know, strategies that first of all you can use to build your own audience through being discovered by new people through positioning yourself uh, in search like on Google, YouTube, we spoke about Pinterest, we spoke about podcasts, all of that stuff and then also um, how you can leverage someone else's audience so through podcast interviews or guest blogging or um, Instagram commenting all of that fun stuff so I kind of came up with a little blueprint that you can use to put those strategies like those single strategies into you know one big strategy for your visibility in 2019 and that is kind of like the minimum for beginners and this is also totally individual so if you're like oh no that probably you know I want to do more I want to do okay I wouldn't recommend you to do less but if you want to do more definitely do more but this is definitely like a minimum for beginners because I often get asked like okay Laura like on how many social media platforms do I have to be on and you know on what social media platform do I have to be on so this is kind of blueprint so what I came up with is that I want you to choose three strategies okay three strategies out of the ones that we discussed over the two podcast episodes and in a bit more detail I want you to pick one strategy to get you discovered so maybe that is a blog a youtube channel a podcast something like that, something where you can create a lot of content, where you can bring a lot of value and then also position that content in a search engine that gets you discovered by your, you know, audience. The second strategy I want you to pick, I want you to pick a social strategy. So a platform where you can really engage and build a community That is, of course, very likely to be either Instagram or Facebook because those are just like the big platforms. So either an Instagram profile where you can really actively engage with your community via DM or via comments or you do a Facebook group. I know a lot of people do that. I do that for my YouTube channel. So you could consider doing a Facebook community for your tribe. You could also... Sure, I I guess you could also use your personal profile on Facebook. I know that the business pages are not really working well on Facebook, so maybe reconsider that. Or you go completely on a different direction and, you know, use LinkedIn as a place to build your network and build your community, right? Um or you could even use Twitter. I I don't think a lot of you will probably use Twitter, but that's also a cool way to engage your community, right? It's like the social strategy should not be a platform, like it doesn't have to be a platform where you necessarily, you know, find a lot of new audience members. It's more for the 
people who find you on your podcast or on your blog or your YouTube and then they go over to Instagram because they love your content so much and then they want to engage with you more. Like, does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So that's the second strategy you want to pick. And then the third strategy is a strategy to leverage someone else's audience. So we've spoken about nine different strategies to leverage someone else's audience. I want you to pick at least one of them. So might that be that every week you will pitch online magazines to be featured in them, to write articles for them? Might that be that every day you're spending 30 minutes commenting on other people's photos on Instagram to position yourself in front of your ideal customer? Or might that be to get, you know, two new guests on your podcast every month or to go on to three podcasts per month yourself? Pick one strategy. So now you have three strategies that, in my opinion, are such a solid basis for success in 2019. And honestly, I think there's like it's also a lot more like it's it's a good amount. Like it's for beginners. It's not too overwhelming. Like, I mean, sure, I could tell you like, okay. You have to be on Facebook, on Instagram, you need a podcast, you need to be in Facebook groups, you need a YouTube channel and you need to pitch yourself to magazines and whatever. No, 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 no. We are not doing that because that's just overwhelming and you won't do it anyway because everyone will just lose their minds. No, I think by choosing those three solid strategies and creating your online visibility through that, that's very, very solid through uh, for 2019. And I think that's also a great blueprint if you've been a bit all over the place with your social media lately, me including, like I just, I don't know, I've, I've been feeling a bit lost in my brand. I mean, I've talked about, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast here, but I might get into it a bit in the end of the episode. Um, but I did come up with a few examples of how those combinations could look like. For example, for an SEO strategy, you could use YouTube. For your social platform, you could then use a Facebook group where you drive all of your YouTube subscribers into that Facebook group. And then to leverage another audience, you could write articles for a magazine. Like for example, take a travel channel. You would be discovered um, through your travel videos that you would rank in YouTube search. Then for you know, you would you would create um, a Facebook group for solo female travelers because they are who watch your videos. And then every week you would pitch articles about solo travel and your own experience, you know, traveling as a woman in, I don't know, America and South America, whatever, or anywhere, <laughs> I don't really know, or your minimalist packing guide, I don't know. You would pitch that to different travel magazines and that's how you leverage someone's audience. That could be one way. Another one that I think uh, could be very effective for uh, discovery, create a podcast. To engage your podcast listeners, use Instagram. So your social strategy is Instagram. And then to grow your podcast in your Instagram, go onto other people's podcasts and then lead those people that find you there to your own podcast and to your Instagram. And then another one that I think is maybe very different, but I was like, oh, that could be a cool combination as well. You could create a blog 
and then you could chat with your blog people with your blog followers on Twitter because I guess if you're a blogger you're very good with writing so Twitter could definitely be a platform for you and then you grow your blog and your Twitter by guest posting on other blogs for example and then leading people to your blog so do you see how easy it is to kind of create a combination and connect those three strategies to form one visibility strategy I really, really hope. And if you're like, oh my God, I can't really decide what to do, then pick the ones that are the most fun and that are the least effort and where you're good at it, okay? So those three things are very important. Pick something that's just very fun to you where you're like, oh my God, that's really cool. I can be super creative. Pick something with the least of effort. So something that's like sustainable, long-term, where you maybe don't have to spend like 12 hours every day in front of your computer <laughs> and then pick something where you're good at. So if you're good at writing, sure, you, you'd rather probably do blogging than YouTube. But if you're good at video, you'd rather do YouTube than, yeah, like a podcast or a blog. So pick what you are good at. And also for that, I just want to tell you that, as I said, this is now something that will get your brand ready for 2019. But if on, like, if at any point in 2019, you're like, oh, this is not really working for me anymore, then sure, change. Because right now, I mean, sure, we can kind of make assumptions on what is happening in 2019. But like, see the landscape right now where social media has changed so much in 2018 with like Instagram stories for example like we were not that obsessed with Instagram stories in the beginning of the year we were not that obsessed with podcasts in the beginning of the year and see how obsessed people are now with Instagram stories and podcasts and who knows what 2019 will bring right it's about having your solid strategy but then always being able to change things up as well And then the third and last step to get your brand ready for 2019 is to actually put that strategy into reality by manifesting it through habits and routines. So habits and routines, finding the right ones for you, it's all about testing and trial, right? But then I still have like three aspects that you might consider to find your habits and your routines. I will also give you a few ideas for some habits if you're like what do you mean by habits I, I will explain to you but now that we have the strategy we obviously have to plan a bit so that we are actually gonna go through with that strategy and actually get the maximum results so for that we first have to figure out when we have to do stuff like when we have to post when you have to create when we have to plan like the when like the time for the strategy what time do we need so here we have to first figure out what we have to do on a monthly basis what we have to do on a weekly basis and what we have to do on a daily basis so going back to my first example of the strategy with the youtube the facebook group and the articles like the travel stuff something you could do monthly is you could uh, do the articles you could do the audience leverage 
um, strategy where once a month you would like sit down, you would brainstorm all of the articles that you want to write, you would batch write all of the audi uh, audiences, <laughs> all of the articles, you would research the contact details and you would just send out a lot of articles to different people. That could be something done in one weekend. So That is a strategy that can be done on a monthly basis. Whereas maybe YouTube videos, you would want to do them, say, let's say you want to upload twice a week, you want to create them every single week. So that's something you might do weekly. And then a Facebook group, because as I said, it's a community platform, it's your social strategy, you will probably spend a lot more time on those social platforms. So that's probably something you want to do daily. So pick Um, your strategies and then put them into monthly, weekly or daily and then for each strategy break down all the production so that's now the what right we have the time we know when we have to do things and now we have to figure out what we actually have to do okay so for youtube videos like your whole production would probably start with sitting down and brainstorming video ideas you would then outline the videos film um, you would then edit you would upload you would optimize your description you would create a thumbnail you would promote it on social media all of that stuff right so you really want to break down all of the steps and um, so that you can then know okay let's say I do the YouTube videos every week so that would probably take me like five hours every week, right? So we want to break down the what so we can kind of know, okay, how much time do we need now that we know, you know, when we have to do it, we have to know for how long we have to do it and then what we have to do. I hope that makes sense. Honestly, that can all be done in like a big mind map or like in a few pages on your notebook. Like I did that on like two pages in my notebook. It really wasn't that hard. Steps. And what I would actually really, really recommend you to do is to listen to the episode 207 of the Gold Digger podcast by Jenna Kutcher. She really inspired actually what I just told you, like because she made this episode that she made is about batch producing your content. And honestly, guys, this is such a good podcast episode. You should really check that out because now the third step or it's actually kind of like the fourth because we now know when what for how long and then now we have to figure out how so how are we gonna do the actual content creation will we batch produce how jenna does it or will we do it more intuitively again here it's all about testing and trialing out and i figured out a few ways on how you can actually create like for example you could that's something that i did when i was still very active in facebook groups I would create a new Facebook post every single morning. I am um, actually, if you are like, oh, that could be something I'm interested in, like creating every day, which I highly recommend you to do, by the way, just to get into the habit. I did an episode all about my favorite morning practices. It's episode number 35. And you should totally check that out if you're like a morning person. And if you would love to incorporate content creation into your morning routine for 2019 highly recommend that like you will feel so productive 
so efficient, so creative. Honestly, it works so well. Um, also, what you could do is, for example, say, okay, I will set like a certain time every day to do something daily too, but I will do it in a lunch break, right? So like finding different times in the day. So you could, for example, say, okay, 30 minutes after lunch, I will set a timer and I will engage and network on Instagram or on Facebook and Facebook groups. You could also say that, for example, um, in the first weekend of every month, you will do a big two-hour brainstorm session for the content um, in the next month. That's also an idea on the how to actually create the content. You could also say that maybe, okay, two times in a month, I want to mastermind with friends or with my online tribe. That's also a way of content creation and building your brand. And um, I just feel like when you when we set strategies and our, you know, the things we want to do with our brand in those routines and habits, and if we really make it more approachable, more doable, and less stressful, that just, you know, really heightens the chances of us actually being successful and going where we want to go, right? Because when you now have all of those great intentions, you know your strategy, you know exactly what you have to do for how long and when, this is much easier to, let's say you want to grow on Instagram. If you have all of those great strategies, the habits, routine set in place, this is much more likely to be successful than just writing down on your New Year's, New Year's resolutions, I want to hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. Because then I'm like, okay, how are you going to do that? And then you're like, well, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I really hope that those like three steps really made sense to you. So like the evaluating, the, the evaluating, the evaluation, the strategy creation, and then actually making it habits and routines and yeah before we end okay I actually have two things more before we end I know I didn't want to do my podcast for that long anymore but I just have so much to say it's just so exciting I just have a few more ideas on habits you might uh, implement in 2019 just just a little inspiration okay so those are habits for creativity that came to my mind that you might do Journal 10 minutes every single morning. Read one new book per month. Try out a new hobby or take up an old hobby. Listen to three podcast episodes per week. Please also make obviously sure to listen to mine. <laughs> take a photography class or take a videography class or just anything, right? Take any class. And the last thing that I want to share with you on this episode is that the last thing I want you to feel right now is pressured and overwhelmed and like, oh my God, like Laura, you just totally overwhelmed me, all of the strategies, like I don't even know. No, I want you to take this podcast episode as inspiration and I also really want to tell you right now, you're in this for the long game, right? So there is no need to rush. And even if there, like if the new year is coming up now and you're like, oh my God, in 2019, I'm going to kill it and I'm going to reach all my goals. It's okay if you don't, like you have a lot of time and 
I feel like with all the goal setting, we often just put ourselves under so much unnecessary pressure because what will come will come and what won't, won't, right? And sure, we can try all of those things. We can put so much pressure on ourselves. But in the end, we have to consider why are we actually doing all of this, right? I want you to go back to the emotions and the reasons why you started this brand. It wasn't so that you can put yourself under pressure and let your mental health suffer, right? And just feel awful and not enough, not good enough all the time, overwhelmed, stressed. No, that's not why you started this business. You started this business to express your creativity, to help others, to inspire others, to make an impact, to share your gifts, whatever your why is. And I also want you to realize that, sure, you have this amazing business and you want to create this amazing business, but all of this success that we strive for, the six figures, the 100,000 followers on YouTube and on Instagram, whilst those are all great, and honestly, if you want those things, then you go like, yeah, sure, I wouldn't mind 100,000 YouTube subscribers, and I just want you to go back to your why and realize that you can still succeed at your why of being creative helping others serving others even if you don't have a six-figure business even if you you know don't have 100,000 subscribers all of that stuff that superficial stuff is not necessary for true success so when you're planning to succeed in 2019 kind of reflect what it means to be successful to you that's something I've constantly reflected upon in 2018 and I think I have now finally kind of realized that success is not being perfect at everything and creating content every day and ranking your videos on YouTube and you know having five-figure months and stuff it's really not my success is being creative helping others, expressing myself and connecting with people that inspire me and that, you know, support me. That is what success means to me. And everything else, all the money, all the followers, that is just luxury. That is just additional stuff we can be so grateful for. So before you get all overwhelmed and feel pressured and go back into the trap of setting goals and then feeling bad that you don't achieve them, focus on what it actually means to be successful in 2019. So I just really wanted to say thank you so much for all of the support that you gave me in 2018. I started this podcast in the beginning of the year as an absolute passion project because I fell so in love with podcasting in November 2017 that I was like I want to have my own show and I just want to say thank you for giving me opportunities to chat with people I would have never been able to chat otherwise to talk to role models like when I think about who I interviewed on this podcast one year ago if you would have told me that I would talk to um, Aaron May Henry and Natalie Barbu and Michelle B and all of those amazing people I had on my podcast I would be like what no they're just like some of my favorite youtubers like 
the only thing that they will maybe do is like respond to a comment but not take like two hours out of their day to talk to me on my podcast but they did because I believed in myself and I want you to believe in yourself too and if this podcast can inspire you to do at least that then That's all I really want. Like, I want this podcast to be something you will look forward to listening, that gives you new inspiration and creativity, that makes you feel just like that there are so many possibilities and opportunities in this world because there really are. And we are so blessed to have social media and the internet and all of those platforms to express our creativity. And I really, really hope that you continue to shine bright online in 2019. And I'm very excited to continue to share my opinions and ideas and all of that stuff that I share here on the podcast with you guys because I just love, I just love my podcast and I love you guys. And thank you so much for all your messages and reviews. And I just feel so blessed. And I don't know, like I always thought that this kind of success is only possible for others and not for me, um, but I guess it is, like, it's just so, I'm so, like, humbled, and so grateful, and I will never take anything of this for granted, okay, I promise, so thank you so much for your support in 2018, I'm so excited for 2019 with you guys, I hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and New Year's. Take some time for yourself. Take some time off social media. Enjoy every moment with your family, with your loved ones. And then celebrate the new year. Celebrate 2018. Be grateful for what happened. Be excited for what's yet to come because there is so much coming that's so exciting. And yeah, I cannot wait to talk to you in 2019. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and you will hear from me in the next episode on the Digital Diamonds podcast. Bye, guys.